Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's that time to talk about week 14 in the National Football League. I'm once again joined by Bill in Florida. And Bill, what were your thoughts on week 13? I can't remember any games other than the Bucks last three minutes. That's the only NFL football I can remember. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> it's been a great week. It was a horrible week for me in picks. I was one and four. And, you know, the one I had was the under. And I think I'm going to talk a lot about unders today. So we'll see. How about you? What I do you like remember? The I, most? I'm guessing you left the Bucks game after three quarters or something like that because their luck seemed to turn around. Yes. Yes, I left with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Did something happen? Did I miss something? I <laughs> uh, love it, love it. Okay, so here's our uh, trend of the week. How about this? Money line underdogs this season, and this fun fact is courtesy of a John Ewing tweet on Twitter. Week 1 through 10, the money line underdogs were 60, 89, and 1 straight up, but you would have profited 18.4 units. Week 11 through 13, the underdogs are 935 and one straight up, and you'd be down 23.1 units. So that is a very, very quick flip. So that's my trend of the week. Before the picks, don't forget to save the juice. Please join me on Better Edge. No juice, peer to peer wagering. Claim your no deposit, free $20 by clicking the link in the show notes. So this is a difficult week for me. I don't like the card, I don't like myself. I have four picks, and then my fifth pick is going to come from Bill. I'm going to listen to him, and I'm going to pick the one I like the best, and that'll be my fifth pick on the card. That's how much I struggled flip-flopping with this card. So, Bill, please lead us off with a winner. Well, the first thing I'm looking at this this week is uh, the Cowboys hosting the Houston uh, Texans. Now, I am. this is the biggest line I've played in probably five years. I cannot remember if I ever played a bigger line, but right now it's come down to 16 and a half points. The Dallas Cowboys are favorite and I'm going to take them. I might have to tease this down to 10 points, but I don't know. The last three games, the Cowboys have scored 40 plus points, averaging 40 plus points. And I'm sorry. One of those was against your Vikings and they were two and three all ATS against the, uh, the Texans. The last three Houston has only scored 13 points for them and they've averaged 15 and a half points. For season, for the season, I think Dallas is starting to hit all cylinders. They're beating the teams that they should beat. Dak's playing like an MVP. Zeke's healthy. Who knows? They might, by the time this game gets started, they might have Odell Beckham Jr., but they've got all the weapons. They seem like they're just, they're beating those bad teams that they should be beating. And then, you know, maybe who knows? Maybe their next game against Philadelphia is when they hit the wall, but we'll see. But this week, I like the Cowboys getting 17 points at home as a favorite. Well, when you're playing against the Texans, you got a good shot right away. 
And then mm-hmm. uh, Sunday night, what's kind of funny is uh, the Cowboys, I thought they were in a dogfight against the Colts. I go to do my research for college basketball and do the podcast. I come back and like they scored like 26 points in like five minutes. I was like, what happened? I yeah, that was Matt Ryan. <laughs> okay, it's time for my first pick. Um, and I'm going to go Baltimore plus the two and a half at Pittsburgh. So three would allow me to sleep a little better at night, but I still like to play at two and a half. It's time for the Ravens to rally around Tyler Huntley for a bit. The good news, Huntley did start four games for the Ravens last year, and he did go 27 of 32 last week against the Broncos. That was against Denver, but Denver does have a good defense. The bad news for Raven fans, well, he was one and three last year in his starts, and he has tossed more picks than touchdowns in his career so far. But Coach Harbaugh, he made me feel better this week. He reminded me that the offense will remain the same since both guys play a similar game. The Steelers have won three of four, but still don't get overly excited with those wins because they were against the Saints, the Colts, and the Falcons. The Ravens' D gives up under 20 points per game. The Ravens are 4-2 and on the road. They need this one to keep pace with the Bengals in the division. It might be ugly, but I like Baltimore to win this one. So I'm on the Ravens plus the two and a half. Um, I'm not sold on that pick. I think the Ravens are in a lot of trouble. I don't know how long they're going to lose Lamar Jackson for, but I I think they're in a lot of trouble. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I like that. I I mean, it's called gambling, right? But let me ask you a question. When's the last time a, a team that had 10 wins going on the road was an underdog against a team that had five wins? I can tell you that's never happened because I've researched it and it's never happened. Those teams on the road have always been favored. This is the first time in a long time that the Minnesota Vikings are underdogs on the road. Right now, they're two and a half point. The first uh, line I saw was a point underdog on the road versus Detroit. They are Minnesota is six and five against the spread. Detroit is eight and four against the spread this year. And they've averaged 32 points their last three games, Detroit has. They have the sixth number, the, 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 the sixth ranked scoring defense, and the and Minnesota is the 11th scoring offense. I think this is going to be a tight game. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I think both teams are pretty much um, in the groove right now. I think DeAndre Swift is playing really well, but I also think Kirk Cousins is playing really well, and he has more weapons. I really think Minnesota is going to cover that one point spread. And I think Minnesota wins straight up. And I can't believe you're not taking the Vikings this week. I guess we're going head to head. Yeah, we are, Bill. I, I can't believe I'm doing it, too. I, I feel like I'm going to lose my access to U.S. Bank Stadium to go to a Viking game because I'm going to pick against him here. But I do want to go on the record. Kurt Cousins will lead my Minnesota Vikings to the Super Bowl. I believe that. I love my purple. I think Detroit's getting way too much respect with this line. Like Bill said, there's no way the Lions should be laying points, but I also can't back Minnesota. Maybe it's the luck factor. I get it. Once again, these two teams and stats are very comparable, by the way. And Larry K on Twitter sent me a note and finalized this game hitting the card. So thank you, Larry, out there, wherever you are. I need someone to blame if I lose. The Lions average more yards per game than the Vikings. And this is the stat that shocked me. Believe it or not, the Lions actually give up fewer yards than the Viking defense. That hurt my feelings a little bit. The Lions have won four of five with the lone loss to Buffalo by three on Thanksgiving. 
I think this is a statement game opportunity for Detroit, not for this year, but maybe going into next year. The Vikings won the first meeting by four. Detroit gets payback on Sunday. So believe it or not, yes, Bill, I'm laying the two and a half with the Detroit Lions over the purple. Will they let me in the stadium? I don't know. I don't know. You might have to cover your face. Okay. Um, The next game I'm looking at is uh, Jaguars on the road against the Titans up in Tennessee. Right now it's a four-point spread, Tennessee's favorite. They are eight and two against the uh, spread the last 10 and eight and two in the when they meet the Jaguars in the last 10. So I really like this spread. When I looked deeper into the numbers, the Jags are, I'm sorry, the Titans are third against the run and 31st against the passing, against uh, the passing, t- against passing touchdowns. I'm sorry. And it's funny because Trevor Lawrence has a better quarterback rating on the road than he does at home. He's got a 97.1 quarterback rating on the road and 88.7 at home. He has more touchdowns on the road with 10 than he does at home. He only has seven at home. He has less interceptions on two. Two interceptions on the road and four at home. Kenny, does does he have it in him to beat him? He's the number one pick a couple years ago. He's got great talent around him. I don't think Travis Entienne is going to have a good game. I think the Titans are going to shut down that run. I think the Jaguars are going to get run all over, and I think they're going to force Trevor to beat him with his arm. And if if it comes down to that, I don't know where this game is going to go. Like I said, this weekend is kind of an ugly card. But I really think the Titans are going to win this game. I think they're going to come back, and they're going to want to make a statement that they were one of the best teams in the AFC. People seem to forget that they were the number one seed either last year or next year, and they were a really good team, and they can still really run the ball with Derrick Henry. So moving forward, I think the Titans are really going to cover this spread. I think they're going to win straight up. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I did write this down. This is under strong consideration to fill the fifth spot on my card now. Um, I did find it interesting that the Titans fired their general manager this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to make of that. That may be a little extra motivation as well. Maybe a statement by Coach Vrabel. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, I was leaning towards the Titans. He kind of pushed me closer to the edge. I think it'll get added to the card, but I want to hear you out on the next two plays before I make that decision. My third play on the card, I'm taking San Francisco. Minus the three over Tampa Bay. They called a Mr. Irrelevant as the last pick of the 22 draft. Now Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the hottest team in the NFL. The Niners have five consecutive wins. Bills, Tom Brady, and the Bucks continue to tease me. The fourth quarter against the Rams and the Saints give a person hope of the days of old. But other than that, Tampa Bay is averaging just 18.1 points per game. The Niners are giving up just 15.8 points per game. The Bucks team total and the game under might be the better play. Bill might have something to say about that later. But with all the weapons in San Francisco, I still like the 49ers at this number. Believe it or not, I'm old enough to remember when the 49ers wanted to replace Jimmy G so bad that they gave up a ton of draft capital. So I'm not going to overreact to his injury. The Bucs have some tape on Purdy now, but the Bucs give up 4.5 yards per carry on the ground. It's San Francisco or nothing for me. So I'm going to take the Niners minus the three at home. You know, I'm going to talk about that game later on. 
Um, I think this is going to be that's that's going to be an ugly game, and I'll talk about that later. But the next game I want to go to is the, in New York or in the Meadowlands in New Jersey, where the Giants are home dogs, my favorite, against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, don't get me wrong; the Eagles look like they're unstoppable, but if you really dig into the numbers again, the Eagles are one and four against the spread on the road this year, and the Giants are three and zero against the spread as home underdogs. Now they stopped the run pretty well last week. The Eagles did, but can they stop Saquon Barkley? Can they stop Daniel Jones? I know I, never, I can't. I'm almost laughing at myself for saying that out loud, but it comes down really to the Eagles. Can the Eagles really stop them, or can the Giants really stop the weapons that are on that Philadelphia offense? I don't think this is going to be a defensive game at all. I think this is going to be an overplay, but I think the play is. The Giants covering that seven-point spread. Maybe they don't win, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than those seven points. I think, um, you know, Joe Judge at um, at MetLife Stadium is 11-12 against the spread. He's not that bad. He's been – it's not even Joe Judge. Not anymore. Not over? anymore. No, I'm sorry. It's – um yeah, it's Brian Dayball now. And he is 3-0 and at home uh, as an underdog. So I really do like the Giants. I really do like them covering that seven-point spread. Maybe they don't beat the Eagles straight up, but who knows? I think they're good there. You and I both backed the Giants last week, plus the points. We Well, we should have won outright, but obviously we got the, the, the tie game, so we won our bet. Um, I do think the Giants can make that one ugly against the Eagles. That's my gut. I like the Giants plus the seven. But betting against probably the best team in the NFL right now, I don't know if I can do it yet. So you may have to sway me on that one. I'm still leaning towards your Titans with one pick to go. Um, my fourth pick, the L.A. Chargers, plus the three and a half against the Miami Dolphins. So thank you, Bill, for this one. You've hyped up the Dolphins to the point that I'm getting more than a field goal at home with the Chargers. So in the same week that the Vikings are a two and a half point dog at Detroit, the Dolphins are favored by three and a half at the Chargers. I had to double check the injury report to make sure I didn't miss Herbert on the list somehow. But no, I see Tua's name there, questionable with an ankle injury. So interesting stuff to me. I get it, though. The Chargers have no home field advantage, but this is still home. You can rip on the D all you want, but they still had a good enough offense to keep it within three twice already this year against Kansas City. The Chargers have lost three of four. This is a huge game for their playoff hopes. They have the weapons, and once again, more than three is crazy to me. So give me the Chargers, plus three and a half at home. I think that's going to be bet down to at least two and a half, maybe three. But I, I like that play, actually. I think I like the Chargers in that position. The next game I'm going to talk about, you've already talked about, it's the Bucks traveling out to San Francisco to face the 49ers. Right now, the Bucks are three-point underdogs, and it wouldn't surprise me if they don't cover. But what will happen, I believe, because they only they have a horrible offense, both teams, and the other team is on their third-string quarterback. And the Bucks have Tom Brady, who is pretty good against the 49ers when he's played them again. But right now, the Bucks' offense only averages 18 points, and the 49ers' offense, even when they were healthy, they were averaging 24 points. All of that points to the under to me, and I think that's the bet here. I think the, the Bucks go in. The weather's supposed to be a little bit rainy, a little bit colder. 
I think it's going to be the team whoever can run better. And I mean, I don't know who can run better, Rashad White or uh, this guy, Christian McCaffrey. We'll see. But it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to a defensive struggle. Both these teams are in the top five. The Niners are the, the number one ranked defense in the league. And the Bucks, believe it or not, I can't believe they have the number five ranked defense in the league. But this is going to be a very defensive struggle. And I think it's going to be under the 38 and a half is the number I have. It's so far gone down to 37 and a half, but I think it's playable down to at least 37. So I, I really do. I like that game. I don't think there's any Tom Brady miracles left, maybe on the West Coast, maybe back here there might, might be, but this division is going to be won by somebody with seven teams, seven wins or eight wins at the most. So, and I think the Bucks are the first one to get to nine wins, maybe, but it's going to be an under game. And that's where I'm looking at. The 49ers and Bucks go under the number at 38 and a half. That's a solid play. I'm not going to double up on that game since I already have the Niners on my card. But um, yeah, that's a solid play. I I, I support the under there. I, I don't know if the Bucks get to 10 points, to be quite honest. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, so, Bill, uh, my, my fifth pick, um, after listening to everything you said, I... I was going back and forth. Number one, I can't play the Cowboys. There's just something about me laying 16 and a half. I, oh, I, I think that's the side. It's either you play the Cowboys or you don't touch the Texans. Uh, but I, I can't touch 16 and a half. Um, I looked hard at that Titans, the minus four. You really had me wanting to jump on that. But my fifth pick, I'm going to add the Giants plus the seven um, in part nice. because it's a home underdog. So when in doubt, and I have to flip a coin between land points and getting points at home. Yeah, the, the Eagles are about as high as you can be in the, the image perspective. So, yes, give me the Giants plus the seven. That'll wrap up my card. So thank you for filling it out, Bill. Uh, before we recap, any other comments about week 14? Um, Not really. I mean, I look forward to that Dolphins game. That's going to be a fun game to watch. And I think um, another game that's going to be fun to watch, believe it or not, is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. I don't think it has a whole lot of meaning, but that's going to be an interesting game. And hopefully my fantasy team needs Josh Allen to be Josh Allen against the Jets. So we'll see. Good, Who knows? good luck to you there. Thank you. I got eliminated in my guillotine league, and I don't want to talk about it because the Miami Dolphins rested their starters, what, in the third quarter of that game yeah. against the Texans? And that yep. eliminated me because I had way too many Dolphins in my starting lineup. So, oh, yeah, not happy. And you know the first that to happen in the NFL. The first chance you had to back me up on my Justin Fields prop bet, it he he throws for <laughs> he throws for over 200 yards the second time in the season. So uh one of them was a miracle catch for what 50 yards though. I I was like, "Oh my, that's if that's how Bill gets beat, that's classic." Yeah, that would that's that's it right there. So I'm off that bet for at least a month. Well, well, hey, I, I'm I'm that way on a lot of sports. I'm in a 30 day uh, doghouse, many many different spots out there. But uh, I the the game that my final comment before we recap here is if the Lions win by one or two points, since I'm laying two and a half with Detroit, I I might honestly just cry uh, because I either want Minnesota to win or Detroit better cover that one or two point result. There would be the end to me because uh, I'll kick myself for betting against Minnesota. And then I'll kick myself because the Vikings lost. But uh, Bill, why don't you recap your five? Okay, my five are the Cowboys at home getting 17 points against the Houston Texans. Minnesota 
as a 10-win team, underdog, on the road versus Detroit, plus the one. The Titans hosting the Jaguars at a uh, three-and-a-half-point home favorites. The Giants hosting the Eagles as a seven-point seven home dog. And the Buccaneers and the 49ers to score under 38-and-a-half points. I like four of them. Here we go. Well, if the Vikings win, I'll, I'll support that one for you too. But I definitely don't care about starting quarterbacks. That's for sure. I'm on Baltimore plus the two and a half at Pittsburgh. I'm on Detroit minus the two and a half over Minnesota. So Bill's only getting one. If he wants to come over to better edge with me, I'll give him two and a half. That's not a problem. I'm on San Francisco minus the three over Tampa Bay. I'm on the LA Chargers plus the three and a half over Miami. And I'm on the New York football Giants plus the seven over the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Bill, thank you for joining me as always. And everyone out there, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.